Welcome to Sports Central. I'm Rick Drew. I'm Phil Fechner. Well, Phil, what is going on Look, today? I'm excited, Rick. Why? I am excited today. We've got a special guest what? right sitting next to me here. He's Capunda's answer to Paul Newman. <laughs> He's the best thing that's come out of Broken Hill since Tex Walker. Really? Yep. Warren Bevan. Warren Bevan. It's so lovely. The great to have man. Him. Well, I've heard so much about him. Yep. The timekeeper. He organises. Every game of footy I've ever known, yep. and who's going to win it? <laughs> <laughs> Timekeeper and a greenkeeper and all the keepers. There is so much power in being able to blow that siren whenever Isn't you it? want it. Yep. So what have you got him here for, anyway? Well, I don't know. <laughs> we just gave him a free fee. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're a bit rough on getting guests, aren't we? So well, we are. We're, we're down to him. So um, No, look, Warren's done a tour of the MCG, and he's come in to talk to us about that. Uh, Rick. That is fantastic. I um, look forward to that. Yes, so do I. And uh, so we're going to start off with uh, how does the tour operate there, Warren? Okay, well, what happens is uh, you can go to the MCG, Gate 3, uh, Monday to Friday. They have a tour every half hour. You'll you'll pay, and then you're running a gentleman's waiting there in a, in a MCG tie and a blazer and a shirt, and they take you around. The first section you go to is out on the oval. And they talk about the drop-in pitches and explain how they do it. And then they take you back inside and they show a very short video how it happens. This 30-ton snail-type thing picks up the pitch and takes it out and drops it in and goes straight back off. What's a pitch? Uh, how, how, what does that weigh? Uh, all ton, up or? 60 ton. The pitch weighs about 30 because it's 22 feet or metres, whatever they yeah. are. And it just gets dropped in. They build the pitches out the back and okay. bring them in. Uh, then after that, they take you around. They show you the MCG uh, members area. They show you the MCG library. Uh, they take you to places like the Wicketkeeper's Bar, which is down. You go down an escalator, and around all the walls, there's pictures of Australian, English, West Indies wicketkeepers. There's a bars for the footballers and the Melbourne's home grounds there. There's one there for one of the key full fours back in the early days. There's an area there where the members sit. There's an area there for members that have been 50 years. And in seat 56, they've got a skeleton because that's how long he's been a member. Yeah, how long <laughs> did it take to become a member there? Well, roughly. Well, you Let's become, say I sign up today. Well, you can't because there's two and a half thousand people waiting to sign up. <laughs> but once you do sign up, as the as the tour guy said to us, he's only got another two years and that'll make 26 and he'll be a full member. So it probably takes you 26, 28 years to become a full member. Everyone's only a part member for so long. You've got to wait for someone to die before you can get full membership. I don't think I've got time. What a contrast, though. Victorians, I mean, I know we joke about them, but yeah. they would, they'd go and watch any sport any yeah, time, yeah. and, you know, you've got 100,000... Well, they always say, you switch the lights on at the MCG and you get 30,000 just to what, see what the yeah, lights are on right. for. Anyway, so, keep going. I'm yes, okay. keep going. Sorry, uh, Warren. They take you to an area, there's six indoor pitches, and one of the pitches at the, up the end where the bowler is, there's a big screen, and you program, you want Dennis Lilly to bowl to you, so the ball will come at you how Dennis Lilly would bowl, and on the big screen down the other end is a picture of Dennis Lilly running in. And as my nephew asked them, that's available to both teams. All right, okay. The opposition get it as well. I wish, you, I wish you'd never mentioned Dennis Lilly. Yeah, I was going to say, Rick's still got the underpants that when he was facing Dennis Lilly, so they're still trying, he to him now, <laughs> trying to get the stains out of him now. Uh, it's worth going to see. 
They take How much, Warren? Uh, $29, but it's normally $35, which includes the uh, sports museum, which wasn't open the day we went because it was getting renovated. They take you down into the change rooms where you see them with the football. Uh, there's the main room where the players go, where you see them kicking the balls around, and behind that there's a, a room where the, the PE people are. Then there's got the swimming pools behind that, and they can dial the swimming pools to any temperature you want. And then there's a locker room for all the players. When we were there, it was the cricket season, and they were getting ready for cricket, and there's three big honour rolls in the room, and for all the listeners... There's only one person who's got his name on all three scrolls, one for five wickets, one as Australian captain, one for 100 runs, and the, uh, they ask you who it is, and I'll leave that with you. So you all right, well, I'll well, have a guess. I, I'm going to have it. Phil, you go first. You have a guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make one up, eh? I, said, I actually said Greg Chappell because I know Greg bowled a, few, a little bit, right? but not much, but I was wrong. I will admit to our listeners, I, I didn't get this correct, but we did have a did discussion over lunch, and I'll say... Oh, here we go. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I did not know. Okay, Warren, tell us, who is it? Steve Waugh. Steve Waugh. He's Steve. the only one who has yeah. his name on all three scrolls. Yeah, it makes sense too, because he, yeah. he was a genuine all-rounder. And, interesting piece of trivia, Steve Waugh always... Wore a little red handkerchief. Yes, in his pocket. knew that. Yeah, and sometimes he always let it hang out, like yes, let it yeah, just tickle yeah, out the yeah, side. Yeah, yeah. Yep, like you know. do on your uh, suit coat with the, the, with yeah. the uh, lapel, lapel, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, keep going. Okay. I'm really uh, they, they show you where the teams have their lunch when they go in for lunch, and it's quite silly because both teams eat together. What? Do yes, they? in the same room. Did you used to, Rick? Like uh, in your shield days? No, I can't remember ever eating in the same room as the opposition. Did you see where Rick was? Because they got, <laughs> had a big oven there where he's had five I did notice in the men's toilet one of the cubicles was still locked, so I don't know what that was about. <laughs> uh, this is and, on, and I heard someone Rick. sing out, has Dennis Lily gone home yet? <laughs> well, that's the end of his interview. What are we talking about? <laughs> so you walk down on the MCG. You yeah, said, well, they you? take you on the edge of it because <clears throat> yep. they, were, they were preparing a pitch for the one-day game that they played. I went over there, uh, I reckon it have to be about a month now, and they were getting the, the blokes were out there. They take you on the edge of it and uh, show you the coaches' boxes and stuff like that, and yep. they tell you about the drop-in pitches while you're there, and then they take you back in and show you the short video. They take you to most of the bars. They take you to the... There's an MCG Cricket Museum, which is very, very interesting. It's got bats in it. It's got balls. It's got a lot of history on what happened and all this type of thing. They just generally show you just pretty well the whole of the MCG. Underground outside, there's the 30,000-litre tank that's underground. All the drainage rain that comes off the houses in the area goes in there, and they use that water in the toilets and the laundry and the kitchens. They don't use it to do the oval because I they asked that, ask that question. Yeah, I asked them that question. They don't. They use good water for the oval. Uh, when I was there, they were putting PA systems on every beam under the roof, and each one weighed two ton, and it was a one on every beam to increase the PA system. 
Unbelievable. Unreal. It's worth going to have a look at if you go to Melbourne. Well, I was lucky enough I did. I went about 15 years ago, though, Warren. So and they built the stadium in that, though. Well, <laughs> I think I helped build it. <laughs> no, um, I did go on it, and it was, it was enjoyable, but I'm probably due to go again. It's I worth think, going to have a look at. Oh, well, all been updated. With, with all due respect to Adelaide Oval, I've been lucky enough to go on the Adelaide Oval uh, tour, um, but of course... Uh, Adelaide Oval, although it has a great history itself, has never been the MCG, and uh, I haven't done the MCG, but you've inspired me. I'm definitely Well, you're going to have to go back to the Adelaide Oval and go through the new Mochello building there, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're a big fan of oh, that. Oh, absolutely. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, Rick, there you go. Well, we, look, we're on, on, we've had Warren tell us about the MCG. Just a little bit of cricket uh, news. Um, what's your opinion on George Bailey? Becoming a selector, oh, I think it's a very wise move. Still playing, which is yeah, still in the very. You know. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a little bit interesting because if he's still playing, which he is, I can't, he I, might pick himself. Well, <laughs> it's not so much pick himself, but he's obviously restricted to only observing the match that he's actually playing in. Um, yeah, I suppose you're right. But he is, he is. He is relevant to the modern day player. Yeah, uh, understands them, and I, yep. I think. Let's put it this way. I think they could have done far worse. I think that's good. Okay. So that's a tick. It is a tick. tick. It is a tick. New player for the Redbacks this week too. Well, there's, I mean, the breaking news. Liam Scott. Liam Scott has has been doing very, very well in premium uh, uh, premier cricket. Yep. Uh, Deserves a chance. And, of course, the breaking news, of course, is that um, through personal uh, mental health reasons, the coach has decided to uh, uh, have a... An indefinite time off. Okay. 17 losses probably doesn't help, well, does it? Well, I would have thought that, that probably... I probably would have thought that if they got one win, it might have solved most of his problems. But anyway, uh, the other breaking news is that uh, I think we've mentioned this before, that uh, it seems as though Cricket Australia has actually sent a message via Carrier Pigeon, perhaps, to the sacker. But uh, Jakey Lehman, having been dropped and brought back to captain the side, has been dropped again to wait, make way for... What's Cricket Australia want Kerry to captain the side? Jake Lehman's been dropped. Can't believe After it. After his innings is... Seven. Eight. Last one was seven. Yeah, that's as good as he's got. That's as high as he's got for the season. <laughs> that is true. But anyway, well, I don't think he'd be dropped on that. Well, well the, form, the form line would say, and what they've done in the past, he's pretty unlucky. <laughs> um, Rick, just touching on the test quickly, 21 no balls that weren't called. Tell me about it, please. Well, uh, the, the, the understanding I have is that the umpires are not interested in calling no balls because they're scared that they're going to make a mistake uh, in that if they call a no ball, uh, then obviously if there's a dismissal, it's not out and there's no method in the current setup for them to correct that. Whereas if they don't call a no ball and there's a dismissal, then it's automatically reviewed yep. and so it becomes a no ball. So... It's a it's a one way street. Might as well so, get rid of the umpires. Well, they there's no point. You know, I mean, you either do the whole lot or you don't. Yeah, and, and I mean that's 20, ridiculous. Well, that's I, 21 <coughs> runs. 21 runs missed. Yeah, right. That's the difference between winning and losing many a well, close exactly game. Exactly right. And that's only in the first two sessions that the Pakistanis bowled. So who who knows how many oh, it, it could have been? Was. Forty-one then. It could have. Uh, okay. They've got to do something dramatic about it. I don't know when they're going to do it. Um, I didn't think I'd ever say this, but you're going to hear it first on this show. I think I'd go back to the back foot rule. Um, now, I know that it does entitle people who drag or slide to have their front foot over the popping crease, but 
at least it stabilizes that uh, they all must land whatever distance is set behind the back line, uh, else it's going to be a no ball. It enables also umpires to stand further back yep. and gives them more time to so raise their So it would be eyes. easier, being an umpire there, Rick, that would be easier for you to call a back line than a front line. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. And of course, back in my ancient day, not only was it ancient, but we had eight ball overs as well. Well, I'm, uh, I mean, and, and we had the back foot rule. You got a fifteenth of a second to flick yep. your eyes down and then flick it back yep. up to yep. see where the ball's landed. And then where if it hits him on the pads. Well, the, th the thing that seems to me is that they've just let technology get in the way of a good game. Yeah, uh, oh, and, absolutely. And, you know, human beings are designed to be there and that's the way it should be, I reckon. We've still Warren, got Warren okay. here. Hang on, I reckon he... What do you reckon? I've got a comment on this subject. I, I heard on the on the radio, on the TV when the cricket test match was on, also it doesn't help the bowler because if he knows he's getting close to a no ball, he'll adjust his run-up. Uh, a good example was when Warner got out and he yep. wasn't out because it was a no ball. Yep. The bowler could have adjusted it and stayed behind the line because he thought he was okay and he wasn't yep. because they're not telling him when they're getting close. Warren, absolutely. Oh, he's all over it. Warren, well, Are you the umpire or is Rick the He's umpire? not just a football man. He is a, he is oh, a sporting guru. Yeah. The fact is that he's absolutely right. The only way uh, a bowler can get... Feedback as to whether he's bowling a no ball or not is it exactly what Warren said. You can only assume that if you're not called for a no ball, you're bowling legitimate balls. Mm, but of course, right. they're not calling them. Yeah. And and he's absolutely right. Warner, if he if that if he'd been called previous over previous two overs for no ball, he would have adjusted his run up, and the no ball that got Warner yeah. out wouldn't have existed. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, I had the personal experience of Central Broken who under nines that happened to me. Oh, did you? Oh, that would have been devastating. They still, still haven't got over it. I can understand They're that. still looking for a ball you put out of the park over <laughs> there, aren't they? I hear that you were the guru of Broken Hill cricket and football. Uh, I wouldn't say guru, I'd say deviant. <laughs> <laughs> sure, I was starting to sweat there. I wasn't yeah. too sure where you were going with that. Do we have a joke today, Rick? Oh, we, While we're on cricket. Young, fast bowler. Yep. The, uh, the coach says to him, you were bowling like lightning today. Yeah. And the young Quick. bowler, the young bowler, he said, what do you mean? I was bowling fast? <laughs> no, you never look like hitting the strike in the same place twice. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. There you I go. wonder how the uh, producer thinks of that one. She's well, we just walked in as we oh, speak. Oh, is that so, right? Well, we'll um, we haven't had a chance to run it past look, her. But quickly, I know we're running out of time. We're almost on yeah. overtime. AFL draft is uh, two young lads from South Australia. Dylan at Stevens from Norwood. He went to the Sydney Swans in pick five. And Will Day from West Adelaide has gone to Hawthorne. Oh, there. So, I'm glad um, we know that, aren't you? Well, not household names, but they could be in a couple of years. Who knows? Well, they I reckon this day is built like a bean pole. He's honestly just nothing of him. Yeah. Just straight up and down. Bit like yourself, Warren. I oh, thank you very much. So, uh, getting back to before we say farewell to Warren. So, um, anything more about the the MCG tour? Or you re re recommend it? I take it. I found it interesting because, like, when you watch on TV football, you want you see the players come out. You think, gee, they're walking a long way. But outside the change rooms is the 
for a better word, a roadway for the service vehicles to service right. the food and all that. Yep. So they must walk down, then they turn left and they go up the ramp to go out on the oval. So when I watch football in the future, if I don't get picked in one of the AFL teams... <laughs> Did um, you go in the draft? Are you in the I draft? I was in the draft, but they closed the window. <laughs> uh, oh, that's a better joke than yours, Rick. <laughs> oh, we got a new joke artist here. Hey, we could have him featured each week. Yeah. Joke. Let's not, let's One big joke. Not, oh, slander me now. <laughs> I just found it, now that I watch it on TV, I have got a better understanding yeah. of the what facilities. Things are. Yeah. Yep. Actually, that's a, that's a lovely way of saying it because I reckon that's exactly the same no matter where you go, whether you're going to an oval or a museum. Yep. I mean, lots of people say, you know, I go to lots of rock gigs. They say, why do you spend that much money? Well... It means so much more to you if you've seen something mm. or somebody live. It, yep. it, it's there for you yep. for the rest of your life, I reckon. No, I agree. So, well, Warren, on behalf of Rick and myself, thanks for coming in today. Yeah, thank you. I hope been you my enjoyed pleasure. lunch. Yeah. Yes, I did. Yeah. I might have to call into the lime McEwen and get my stomach pumped. <laughs> but that's, but that's, another, well, Rick, that's another chapter. Yeah, Rick, Rick did I, cook I, it. I, so. I, well, I've been to the lime McEwen recently. <laughs> <laughs> After our last show, <laughs> that's when I got hit by the car. Oh, well, I bought the guy driving the car a pack of Smarties. <laughs> it was you driving. Uh, I can't say nothing to a senior lawyer. Well, I think on that, Rick, I, I think, think we should finish think, up yeah. today. Thank you so much, Warren, for coming and My sharing pleasure. that great story, uh, which we uh, have enjoyed, and I'm sure our listeners have as well. So, until next week, this is Rick. This is Phil, and this is Warren.